0: News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. Tonight's headlines. The new Chief Justice says appeals, not a sentencing commission, should deal with claims of undue leniency against protesters. The Justice Secretary uses the opening of the legal year to defend the national security law. And an investigation is underway into a coronavirus cluster among ambulance staff. The new Chief Justice Andrew Young has rejected the idea of setting up a panel to review sentencing guidelines. The Vice Chairman of the DAB, Holden Chow, had suggested such a panel after saying sentences handed down to some anti-government protesters had been too lenient. The Chief Justice said such concerns are best dealt with through appeals. He said the Court of Appeal had dealt with eight such cases, seven more would be heard in the coming months, and similar appeals and reviews would be fast tracked. This is the most effective and efficient means of addressing concerns over the need for timely sentencing guidance on the type of case in question. Speaking at the opening of the legal year, Mr Justice Chiang also condemned unfounded attacks on judges, saying Hong Kong must maintain an independent and impartial judiciary. Comments and criticisms, sometimes extreme and harsh ones, are unavoidable. Whilst the freedom of speech
1: of everyone in society must be fully respected, there must not be any attempt to exert improper pressure on the judges in the discharge of their judicial functions. It has to be stressed that attempts to exert undue pressure on our judges by means such as threats of violence
0: or doxing are as futile as they are reprehensible. Also speaking at the ceremony, the chairman of the Bar Association, Philip Dykes, called on the Secretary for Justice to take action against what he called a baseless criticism of judges. He warned that if nothing is done about the attacks, they will eventually undermine confidence and respect for the courts. For her part, the Justice Secretary, Theresa Cheng, hit out at baseless challenges to Beijing's introduction of a national security law here. She said the central government had always had the power and duty to legislate on national security matters, and any suggestion that the one country, two systems principle has been undermined is misconceived. National security is within the purview of the central authorities. The National People's Congress is the highest organ of the state power in the People's Republic of China, and its standing committee was entrusted to formulate the national security law. Pursuant to Article 18 of the Basic Law, it was added to Annex 3, promulgated and became applicable to the Hong Kong SAR. Health officials say it's unlikely that ambulance crew at Ching-Yi Depot contracted COVID-19 while transporting coronavirus patients. Two paramedics have been confirmed to have the virus, while another tested preliminary positive. Dr Chuang-Shit of the Centre for Health Protection said they were investigating.
2: The first case is possible that he acquired a disease from the community. Of course, we cannot exclude that he might have contested some confirmed case during work. But according to our uh, understanding, they have all worn full PPE. So, well, of course, we cannot 100% exclude. And it's possible that uh, the other two cases, they acquire disease from each other during work or interactions.
0: There were 41 new COVID cases today, 38 of them locally acquired. 11 infections have no clear source. The Journalists Association has expressed extreme disappointment over a district court judge's remarks that reporters at the scene of a 2019 protest may have been part of a riot. Joanne Wong has more.
3: District Court Judge Ernest Lin made the remark while presiding over an unlawful assembly case involving four people accused of clashing with a group of Beijing supporters in a Kowloon Bay shopping mall in September 2019. He said the people wearing yellow high-visibility jackets, who were reporters, allegedly blocked some of the victims from leaving the scene and said they may have been part of what he called... A riot, But the HKJA hit back, saying frontline journalists only wanted to present the truth to the public when they take the risk to report on protests. The group also stressed that even though the high-vis jackets worn by reporters were yellow, that has no bearing on their political views. The color yellow is associated with the territory's pro-democracy movement. The HKJA urged all parties to respect the freedom of the press and hold unfounded allegations against journalists.
0: You're tuned to RTHK. The time is just coming up to five minutes past 11. The district court has acquitted a student of attempted arson during an anti-government protest after two police officers who testified gave contradictory statements. Richard Pine reports.
1: Abel Kair from Kazakhstan was accused of trying to ignite a petrol bomb with a lighter in Jordan in the early hours of November the 18th in 2019 as riot officers laid siege to Polytechnic University. A police sergeant told the court that after he arrested the student, he spent about three minutes going through the backpack the suspect was carrying. The court heard that no attempts were made to look for the lighter the defendant was said to have had at the scene. Another police officer, who handled the exhibits, later told the court that he found an orange lighter in the defendant's bag after returning to the police station. However, the judge said his witness statement suggested otherwise, that the lighter had been handed over to him by the arresting officer, along with the suspect and the other exhibits. The judge noted that both cannot be true, and that the exhibit officer was less than honest.
0: The government says it will take another year to expand a public transport subsidy scheme to include all over-60s, because it will take time for them to get the personalised octopus cards they need to prevent abuse. Currently, only people aged over 65 are eligible for the $2 subsidised fare. Lawmakers are not happy with the delay. The DAB lawmaker, Holden Chow, noted that the idea was proposed by the chief executive a year ago.
1: It seems that we have a serious delay in providing this policy. There's always a way to speed up the entire matters. When they focus too much on tackling the abuse... They've got lots of people are waiting for this sort of benefit that they should have. Why don't they just employ more people to fix the entire systems? And of course, there are ways to get around this sort of things.
0: The Privacy Commissioner is urging the popular messaging service WhatsApp to put off a controversial new policy that would require users to share a host of data with its parent company, Facebook. WhatsApp is forcing billions of users across the world to agree to the new terms by February the 8th or get kicked off the platform. Joanne Wong reports.
3: Privacy Commissioner Ada Jung noted that the new policy means a substantial amount of personal data will be shared with Facebook, including phone numbers, user locations, contacts and payments, and transactions made via WhatsApp. She urged the app to extend the deadline for users to agree to the new terms and provide practical alternatives to those who refuse to comply so they can keep using the surface. The commissioner also urged WhatsApp to consider excluding users who don't even have Facebook accounts, from having to agree to the new terms. Ms. Chung noted that the app is widely used by the general public in Hong Kong and that there are concerns about privacy issues and how the app shares data. She also warned users to be careful about what they agree to, urging them to be aware of all the changes and carefully consider the new terms. The commissioner said those who are not willing to give up their personal information should make preparations to back up their data. The controversial change has sparked calls across the globe for people to migrate to other messaging apps, with critics accusing WhatsApp of compromising user privacy.
0: The owner of Hong Kong's biggest orchid farm is calling on the government to compensate flower farmers for their losses over the cancellation of next month's Lunar New Year fairs. Violet Wong reports.
3: Yang Lung told an RTHK program that he had grown more than 30,000 orchids to be sold at the fairs and is estimating a loss of around $3 million. That is, unless the government gives him a $100 subsidy for every orchid he had grown, in which case he'd break even. Some restaurants have been getting hundreds of thousands of dollars or even millions in subsidies. But the government has been ignoring the plight of farmers in Hong Kong, he complained. The government is trying to work out alternative arrangements for farmers to sell their goods elsewhere, for example, at public housing estates. But Mr. Young says that proposal is absolutely unfeasible.
0: A charity that supports homeless people says it's seen a huge increase in the number of street sleepers in the past few months. Impact HK's founder Jeff Rottmeyer says this is partly because places such as 24-hour fast food restaurants, where homeless people may shelter overnight, are forced to close due to, an anti- due to anti-epidemic rules. But job losses have also played a part. He says that the recent cold weather is a major concern, and they've been trying to provide sleeping bags and blankets to as many people as possible. He says emergency shelters provided by the government are not a long-term solution.
2: Even when they are open, and even despite this incredibly cold weather, most homeless individuals will not go there. They have a lack of trust for those spaces, and really it's due to a lack of support there, a lack of care there. They feel like they're an inconvenience there, and they're really treated that way. So it's not really a process that works. So even when those are open... It's really not the answer.
0: Hong Kong's first exchange traded fund has announced it will no longer make investments in firms covered by a US ban on companies linked to China's military. The Tracker Fund of Hong Kong, which tracks the Hang Seng Index and is the SAR's most actively traded ETF, also says Americans should no longer invest in the fund. But a Director of Asset Management at Ample Capital, Alex Wong, says the impact will be limited.
3: I think uh, this is a little bit surprising because uh, people do not uh, think of this. Basically, Checker Fund is uh, investing in an index, so um, people uh, does not think about its underlying uh, too much. Uh, the impact may not be too much, I think, because we are not talking about a, um, a huge portion of the index being affected. And also... The tracking error incurred probably may not be too much. Of course, in the meantime, tracker fund problem may underperform a little bit because of the strength in the telecom uh, today. But I think in the longer run, this sector is not a a volatile sector. And also, uh, telecom sector actually has been underperforming in the world. So people would not mind too much, I think.
0: Beijing has condemned a decision by the United States on Sunday to lift long-standing restrictions on official contacts with Taiwan. The foreign ministry said any attempt to sabotage its interests would be resisted. Its spokesman, Zhao Lijian issued a stern warning to Washington.
1: The Taiwan question is the most important and most sensitive core part of China-U.S. relations. And the one-China principle is the political background of China-U.S. ties stop making any moves to elevate its relations with Taiwan or strengthen its military ties with
0: Taiwan. The mainland has recorded its biggest jump in COVID-19 cases in more than five months, exactly a year after it confirmed the first known death from the virus. Most of the 85 new infections were found in the central province of Hebei, near Beijing. Overseas, Parler, the social media app popular with right-wing conservatives in the United States, has gone offline after Amazon withdrew its web hosting services. Amazon said it was concerned that posts encouraging violence weren't being removed in the aftermath of the storming of the US Capitol last week. The BBC's Theo Leggett has more details. Parler is a microblogging site designed by its founders as an alternative to Twitter. Pitched as a forum
1: for free speech, it's become increasingly popular with far-right contributors. Google and Apple removed the Parler app from their stores last week, saying it had failed to comply with content moderation requirements. However, the site itself, hosted by Amazon's cloud
0: computing service, was still accessible on the internet. Now, Amazon has also withdrawn support. Pope Francis has formally changed the law in the Roman Catholic Church to allow women a greater involvement in mass but they can still not be ordained as priests. The Pope's move is a step towards greater equality for women in the church. The BBC's Mark Low in reports.
2: This is a legal recognition of a practice already occurring in some parts of the world, that women read the gospel during mass and act as altar servers and distributors of communion. Pope Francis has now changed canon law to formalize what were roles officially reserved to men, saying it was needed to increase recognition of the precious contribution women make in the Church. But, he stressed, it was distinct from ordination, which remains for men
0: only. Sport now and in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns have made a dream start to their first playoff appearance in 18 years. Facing the third-seeded Pittsburgh Steelers, the Browns were gifted a touchdown on the first play of the game thanks to a sloppy Pittsburgh turnover. Cleveland opened with 28 unanswered points. The Steelers never recovered and it finished 48-37 for the Browns. They'll face the defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, in the divisional round next week. Elsewhere, the Baltimore Ravens beat the Tennessee Titans 2013 and the New Orleans Saints beat the Chicago Bears 21-9. Our reminder of our top stories tonight. The new Chief Justice has appeals, not a sentencing commission, should deal with claims of undue leniency against protesters. The Justice Secretary uses the opening of the legal year to defend the national security law. And an investigation is underway into a coronavirus cluster among ambulance staff. The news from RTHK.
2: Thanks a lot. We'll have more from our newsroom coming up at midnight. <laughs>
1: I must go home
2: this hour with a track from the Bee Gees, Massachusetts from their album uh, Horizontal. Uh, from uh, uh, from the end of 1967, The Lights Went Out in Massachusetts. Uh, written by uh, Barry Robin, Morris Gibb. Uh, uh, Robin Gibb sang lead vocals on the song. Uh, one of his... Uh, staple songs I suppose when especially in solo performances as well um, that is um, the Bee Gees and I'll tell you what I'll try and play Bee Gees throughout uh, the week as well I'm kind of stacking up a few ideas to play uh, tonight all the way through until Friday now Len Carew Leonard Joseph Carew Canadian actor and uh, stage director Uh, he's best known for his portrayal of Sweeney Todd in the original Uh, cast of Sweeney Todd, the uh, Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Uh, He won a Tony Award for that. Uh, But um, uh, Len Carew, anyway, he's, um, uh, as I said, a Canadian actor. And we're going to go to, uh, we're going to hear the title track from uh, the uh, 1964, Well, that's when it was was launched, the 1964 uh, musical uh, Fiddler on the Roof.
1: Dear God, you made many, many poor people. I realize, of course, that it is no shame to be poor, but it's no great honor either. So what would have been so terrible if I had a small fortune? If I were a rich man, diddle diddle, title digga digga didle diddle, diddle dum, all day long I'd biddy-biddy bum. If I were a wealthy man, wouldn't have to work hard. Diddle, 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 digga, digga, diddle, diddle, dum. If I were a bitty, bitty rich, digga, digga, diddle, diddle, man. I'd build a big tall house with rooms by the dozen right in the middle of the town. A fine tin roof with real wooden floors below There would be one long staircase just going up And one even longer coming down And one more leading nowhere just for show